Hi, welcome to episode 567 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I'd like to take a moment of silence to honor those brave souls who lost their lives in the Bowling Green Massacre. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today it's Fantastic Four 567 from July 2009. Doom's Master, Part 2 by Mark Millar and Brian Hitch. So Dr. Doom's so-called master shows up. Still, not a concept I can get behind. And the master expresses his disappointment with Dr. Doom. And he lit the bad boy on fire. And then down on his knees, engulfed in flames, Dr. Doom looks up and says, Is that it? Is that the best you can do? He goes on to say, as he attacks the master, I bowed before you as a mark of respect, but I am no longer your novice. I have walked to the end of time and space, burned in the fires of hell itself, faced horrors you could never imagine. I am Victor Von Doom of Latveria. As he grabs the master, the master appears to be in quite a bit of pain. And then, what happens next is pretty crazy. The battle between Doctor Doom and his master lasts for six weeks. The skies grow dark and the air goes cold. Many people joined the fight and many people were killed. It was even worse than the Bowling Green Massacre. The Fantastic Four were decimated, but in the end, Doctor Doom wins and a new world emerges. And at this point we flash forward five years into the future to the year 2014. A new building, the Reed Richards Memorial Building, has been erected. <laughs> I like saying the word erected. In honor of the dead Reed Richards. Erected by Doctor Doom, who has gotten married, cured cancer, cured AIDS, cured blindness, and cured hunger. Well, cured hunger, I don't know if you can cure hunger. Hunger ain't exactly a disease you can cure. I guess that's shorthand for saying that Dr. Doom has ended the phenomena of global economic inequity that results in the shortage of nutritional food products for the world's most economically disadvantaged. So if Reed is dead, and Doom has cured all these diseases, I bet he has a new arch enemy, farmer bro Martin Shekrelli. So Doom is inside the new building, looking up at a giant statue erected in honor of the Fantastic Four, who are not all dead. Ben is there, and he's got a metal thing over his left eye. Looks like he lost his left eye. I guess Doom can't cure a missing eye. Ben is also miss missing most of his left arm. I guess Doom can't give Ben a robot arm either. Doom asks Ben if he thinks the statue is a bit ostentatious. And Ben replies that Reed called himself Mr. Fantastic. So maybe that's not a concern. Plus, he says that Reed helped Doom save the world, so maybe he does deserve a big-ass statue. Doom says, It's a shame that he died to make me realize that I could love the world like I loved Latveria. Huh? He loved Latveria? He treated those people like crap! Sue comes over. She's still alive. No, you, no word yet on if the kids are alive, but I've got my fingers crossed that they're not. Okay, Franklin, if he's alive, that's okay. 
Sid says the fantastic car is charged up and they can go home now. So Sue is pregnant. She gets into the fantastic car with Doctor Doom and they go home to Latveria. So Sue is married to Doctor Doom again? Didn't they do that already? So Sue's worried about Johnny, who hasn't spoken to Sue in some time because he still holds a grudge against Doctor Doom. I guess Doctor Doom saving the world once doesn't make up for all the times that Doom has tried to kill them in the past. Sue doesn't seem to mind shacking up with a guy who sent her son to hell. I guess she's forgiven him for that little faux pas. He sent her only son to hell. No big deal. They land in Latveria and they are greeted by cheering crowds. Doom asks Sue if she gets homesick for New York and she says she only gets homesick for Latveria. She loves it there. Well, this has become a very, very unlikely alternate future. An alternate future where a game show host becomes the president of the United States would be more plausible. So it's been mentioned that the, ma the master had been defeated with the assistance of the Omega Box created by Doctor Doom, which sounds like an invention he ripped off from the New Gods. And there in Doctor Doom's massive library, once again, Brian Hitch draws the hell out of this library, Doom is standing there by a doorway that leads to the so-called Omega Box, which is, I guess, the last box you'll ever need. Sue comes in and asks if something is wrong, and Doom says that the Marquis of Death and his apprentice were the most powerful enemies the Earth has ever faced, and they would have lost if Doom had not created the Omega Box. Sue's like, Well, you did beat him and turn the Earth into a utopia. He looks at this fish tank filled with fish, but he says they're not real fish. They're an invention of Norman Osborn and Henry Pym. They look and taste like fish, but they're actually made entirely from vegetable protein. So why keep them in the fish tank? I have some veggie burgers. I keep them in the freezer. I don't keep them in the pasture on a farm. Even though these fish aren't real fish, they live and they swim like real fish. And Doom wants to introduce them into the Ganges for the local vegetarians. Now, if these veggie fish really existed, they would go extinct so fast. Everything on Earth would be eating them. Carnivores, herbivores, omnivores, and uh, I guess that's all the vores. Sue asks if Doom is happy. Is he content with his new life? He says that he is. And then, Sue starts ripping off her skin, and underneath, it's the evil apprentice. Doom is surprised. Impossible! We killed you five years ago! And then that skinny, uh, creepy, uh, master-mothered humper shows up and says, It's only been five seconds. I guess the whole start of this issue was an illusion to mess with Dr. Doom's mind. In reality, we go back to 20 2009, and Doom is laying on the ground, all burn up. And the master guy, the Marquis of Death, what an asshole. He says, there was no Omega Box, no ultimate battle, no wife, no child. He was just having fun. Doom asks why, and the master says, so they could take it away. He goes, he goes on to tell Doom not to mourn for his fairy tale, but to mourn for his people, mourn for Latveria. He sets off this big explosion. 
yeah, like that, blowing up the entire town, killing a bunch of people in a, in a rather graphic fashion. And the master's like, this shit is real. This is not a battle, this is punishment, he says. He tells Doom his heart is turning to stone, and the blood, his blood is turning into acid, and death is moments away. Doom is writhing on the ground in pain, not looking too good. And for good, me and for good measure, they decide to send Doom back into the past to the Pliocene Age, where a bunch of Pliocene Age animals look like they're ready for a snack. I don't know where Brian Hitch found some photos of Pliocene animals to trace, but they look good. Doom lands in the water, filled with exotic Pliocene Age carnivores. You know, sharks. I think the Pliocene Age was also chosen because it's home to the largest shark of all time, the Megalodon, a huge, huge mother-humping shark. No tornado would ever be big enough to pick up that shark. It had to be a hurricane, a megaliocane. And that's where Doom finds himself, right there in the jaws of a giant shark. And back in good old 2009, the master and his apprentice, who, come on, can't we get names for these guys already? They plan to rectify Doom's failures, starting with the Fantastic Four. The Master puts on Doom's face mask and says, Let's see how they fare against the new Doctor Doom. I really hope he's not going to call himself that. And that, of course, is the end of the issue. To be continued next time. And holy crap, I was just flipping through the next couple of issues. They look pretty good. They may not be, but they look good. I don't remember. I'm going to get on those right away, though. So, if you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at podcastff. And you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. I took my lucky break and I broke it in two. Put on my worried shoes My high, high worried shoes Took me so many